Wait. No, that's not it. Ah, crap. Wait, here we... Yeah. Welcome to LAC, the perfect podcast to play in the background while you play with your action figures. Recorded on location at 28978 Ixion. I'm Elliot. Jordan. Elliot. Jordan. Elliot. Jordan. And uh, this is our fantastic podcast. Um, we didn't, we didn't get an episode to you last week, uh, because we were busy being on a dwarf planet recording this podcast. We're actually, you're hearing this live, but because we're so far away, it's just now getting to you. So technically it's not live. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, when you're looking at a star, you're actually seeing the light from like millions of years ago. It's exactly that. It's one of those things because it takes but with forever. sound. But with sound. Because it, you know, sound is slower than light. So it actually took a while. Uh-huh. And you know, even live television isn't live. There's yeah. a delay. Yeah, it's normally like forty seconds. Is it that much? They they delay it forty seconds, and I would then, hope so. And then how long it takes for it to actually get to you? Which I don't know how long that is. So this is that. Yep. So we're not ignoring you. We didn't skip you. Yeah. It just we're yeah. not working long nights for no. weeks. Weeks and weeks on end, doing terrible, terrible things. No, we're recording from a dwarf planet, or a possible dwarf object that is flying around uh, Neptune. <laughs> just for you guys we thought hey this podcast needs a little something special a little something special first podcast recorded in space yep don't quote me on that i'm not sure that that might may or may not be accurate i don't know if they've actually recorded from space yet yeah and i guess it also depends on how you define like podcast because i'm sure they take like notes up on the space station podcast is something recorded intended to be a podcast okay you know what i've really gotten into lately is the uh found sounds genre of listening entertainment i'm not familiar with this it's kind of there's a uh debate on whether or not it's ethical (laughs) because basically it's stuff that gets recorded either by accident or maybe even intentionally um and is then played back for the attainment of other people so uh there was a documentary i watched called uh shut up little man and it's this big thing anyone in san francisco knows about it Mm -hmm. um where these two younger guys uh were recording uh basically the neighbor the neighbor's arguments and it was weird because it was like these two old guys and one of them was gay and the other one uh hated gay people but they were good friends (laughs) And so they were always insulting each other and always having these drunken shouting matches in the middle of the night. Anyway, it became this huge, like, phenomenon and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting. But then there are other radio programs that actually specialize in found sounds. Like, hey, send us your found sounds. And it'll be, like, you know, Hmm. some dad scolding his daughter in the grocery store. And just they thought it sounded odd. (laughs) Like, this was kind of weird, the things he said. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. I've never actually... uh, I just think it'd be funny to catch something by accident and then share it. Yeah. I've often thought, that was a really weird conversation. I just overheard one aisle over. Mm -hmm. And I've wished I would have recorded it because it was really weird. We had that today. We were having, uh, uh, my wife and I were having uh, dinner at a Chinese buffet. And one booth over, there was uh, some woman who said, Stop it! You know how I am when I eat. <laughs> I was just really confused, and I couldn't hear the way that, that the man was responding. But I heard her a couple more times going, you know, just talk, saying the same thing, basically. And that was kind of funny. <laughs> I, I don't even know what the context there would be. Nope. Like, 
she, I don't either. She was trying to tickle her. Yeah. She's like, stop it. I'm gassy when I eat. Yeah. You know when I eat and you tickle me, I fart. Yeah. That's what... I'm confused as to what the, the context there would be. Yeah. So anyway, that's a thing. We could, uh... Stop it. You know I breathe through my mouth when I eat. <laughs> Even just nature sounds might be interesting. Mm -hmm. Like if you're at a park and you're just recording like birds and then you can also hear like the kids playing in the background. You might catch something really weird that just stands out amongst everything else. Like, did that kid just say, my robot head is going to explode in your soup? <laughs> you know? Uh, children do say weird things. Some okay. people might argue that they say the darndest things. But... Especially when it's candid. Mm-hmm. But that's mostly just Bill Cosby. Candidly darndest. Yep. You know, Bill Cosby did not start that show. Really? He was actually the second host of that show. Huh. Actually, I don't know that that's true. I know that he was not the first host of that show. Really? Yeah. It was That, that show was brought back from an older, I think it was a uh, 70s hmm. TV show. Kids say the darndest things. I always hated that show. Well, and some of it was scripted. Yeah. At least later on, I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. Kind of like Jerry's Prayer. What? what? So this has been kind of a fun week. It has. Went to a couple comic book stores this week. Uh, we went to one comic book store several times this <laughs> Multiple week. Multiple times. <laughs> because when we were in this store, we just, I don't know, it made our day instantly better on our lunch break. Mm -hmm. Like we were seven years old because they had so many toys. There was Krypton Comics. They're gearing up for uh, free comic book day. Oh, that's so fun. And so they had, their inventory was just Massive. Massive. They had, they had an entire wall dedicated to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still in the box. Yeah. And I was, as a kid, a huge Ninja Turtles fan, so I was just kind of geeking out and just looking at everything, going, oh my gosh, I had this one, and I had this one, and I still have this one somewhere. Yeah, and they, they had like two, three aisles of unopened Star Wars toys. Yeah. And like a full aisle of open Star Wars toys that were still in pretty good condition. Yeah, they still cost quite a bit. Oh yeah, because they're Star Wars. Um. <laughs> I got myself a, uh, a Boba Fett bust bank it's a bank i thought it was funny because it was a bounty hunter bank bounty hunter bank it's like he's taking my money from me yep and uh killing people yep. um so it, he's cool because he looks expensive but he wasn't and then i got a how i got my shrunken head shrunken head <laughs> from the goosebumps book of the same name which is a little creepy because now it's staring at me yes it is that was intentional <laughs> i'm gonna creep out jordan during the podcast move my chair a little bit I think whenever anyone's nerding out about anything, they're instantly seven. Oh my god, yeah, you're just like, oh yeah, so I was doing this thing. Oh my gosh, I'm seven! <laughs> like, you're just immediately ecstatic about it. I, I got giddy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we spent way longer than we were supposed to over our lunch break there. Yeah, completely. Just we just completely lost track of time. <laughs> yep. Just going from aisle to aisle, revisiting other aisles. You got a Martian Manhunter toy. I did. And a Doctor Doom toy. Yep. I was kind of disappointed. Doctor Doom came with the, the throne, which is really awesome. And you can make him hold like a goblet. And, and he had like, a Mauser. Yeah, he had a Mauser, which is awesome. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can make him sit in his throne drinking his goblet of red liquid. And turns out the way that the toy was designed, um, he can't actually sit in the throne. Because his little skirt is <laughs> too rigid. He's got this little... Doctor Doom's rigid skirt. Doctor Doom's rigid rubber skirt will not bend enough to allow him to sit down. No, but it will be the title of this episode. Probably, <laughs> most likely. That's a pretty a good one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were just instantly I'm really, children. I'm really bummed that he doesn't sit in the throne. Yeah, I was too. But now I put Martian Manhunter sitting in his throne. Yeah. So now it's a Martian throne. And Doctor Doom's just got like a house guest. Yep. <laughs> 
He's like, you want to try out my throne? This is my my new throne. It's very comfortable. You should, you should try it out. I've heard Fantastic Four is worth worth it. Is worth reading. Is good. I have too. I would assume it would be for as long as it's lasted. I don't think that it would yeah. have survived it. You know, it stood the test of time if it was bad. Yeah, they're, they're into like the thousands now, aren't they? It's hard to say because of the way they number them, but I'm yeah. sure they are. I'm pretty sure they recently hit. Yeah, because I think I got a an email. I'm subscribed to like Marvel's newsletter for some reason. Oh, they have one of those. Yeah, I didn't. Don't even know how I got onto huh. it. Um, but they said like. Fantastic Four issue 1000 and it was a big deal I was like wow that's been around for a long time did they just like keep going you know, most series kind of jump off into different things and mm. then it's a new number one right but I think Fantastic Four has just kept going yeah forever you know what it's probably all because of Doctor Doom because he's mm. awesome yep his name is Doctor Doom yeah that's... that was that was gutsy to go with that name yeah it's like could have been really cheesy. It could have been like, oh, Doctor Doom. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but if you think about s- some superhero names in general, just sound kind of, like if we knew Batman wasn't awesome. <laughs> That's true. You're like, Batman. Batman? That, that is the lamest name I have ever heard, but he's awesome, so we're okay with it. He also doesn't really resemble a bat. Not really. Really at all. He's kind of, sort of got the ears. And the the cape instead of wings. And that's kind of it. Yeah. That, yeah. He doesn't do echolocation. He can't fly on his own. I just remembered the... He doesn't uh, eat bugs. Nope. Or fruit, even. (laughs) Or fruit. (laughs) He doesn't suck people's blood. Nope. Or turn into a vampire. Um, actually, I think in one episode he turns into a werewolf. I said in one episode. I meant one issue. Yeah. Um, of a Sam, the Sam, uh, Sam Keith version spinoff of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, I just remembered the uh, Munchkin card I drew, and we came up with a, a separate card. They were titles. You could have a title, so you could have a class, a race, and a title. Mm-hmm. And uh, we came up with one would be a doctor, and you could remove any sauce from the combat, any card that someone played. You could remove one per turn. Yeah. And, uh, or per combat. And, uh, it was way overpowered. Oh, yeah. Um, but that was okay because the, the art I drew on the card was Dr. Doom. Yep. And so I feel like he should be allowed to be overpowered. Well, and it was Dr. Doom, like, with one of those, like, reflector things. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I put that, I drew the, uh, the doctor's reflecting headpiece. Like the 1940s reflector when they didn't have very good lighting anywhere, yeah. apparently. So they needed to reflect all of the light. <laughs> Into one spot so that he could see his patients. <laughs> that, yeah. that card turned out good. That was. That's probably the best looking one. The 1940s were actually black and white and incredibly dark. <laughs> they had to reflect all of the light so they could see what they were I think I saw it. a documentary about that too. Mm-hmm. The, the 1940s being actually black and white. Uh-huh. Yeah, everything before like the 60s was black and white and uh-huh. really dark. Yeah. Except the Twilight Zone for some reason. Maybe uh, the Twilight Zone had a giant reflector, and they were stealing the world's light to film a single episode. Never yeah, well could have been. That, like, they're just sitting there reading their, their newspapers one day, and suddenly it got really dark, like, ah, filming a new episode of Twilight Zone. <sighs> now I can't finish this article. <laughs> it just sucks all the light from the world. <laughs> That'd be amazing. So speaking of Krypton Comics, yeah. Free Comic Book Day is coming up. Mm-hmm. May 5th. May 5th. We are fortunate enough to be getting Adam Baldwin. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be signing autographs and hanging out. I think that's really cool. It's going to be awesome. Because he's from, he was in Chuck. 
uh, Firefly, mm -hmm. even more notably than that. Yeah. Uh, even though Chuck was a much longer series, I oh, feel yeah. like I feel like geeks are much more ecstatic about that the guy from Firefly is going to oh, be. Oh yeah, there. it's it's got a much more cult like following. Than... And he's been he's been in movies for a long time. I mean, he was in Full Metal Jacket way back when. He was. Uh huh. It's in the second half. I don't remember that. Yeah. It's been forever since I watched it. But. Yep. So I'm going to go and I'm going to try to get his autograph. Well. Um, you wait in line long enough, you'll get his autograph. Mm -hmm. I already have Stephen Baldwin's autograph. Nice. The weakest, worst Baldwin of them all on this <laughs> Living It DVD. It's this extreme sports DVD for Christians. <laughs> um, see, it says, God bless S. Baldwin. Nice. Um, so I think I'm going to start a Baldwin's autograph collection. <laughs> I think I can get them all. Yeah. Catch them all like Pokemon. How many are there? There's five or six. I want to say six. Six is probably more likely. Yeah. They're all actors. Yeah, all of them. Okay, we got Alec, Adam, Daniel, Stephen, and I want to say maybe David. I think there are two that start with D. That's five. That's five. There might be another one. Yeah. I don't know. Greg the Baldwin. <laughs> Craig. His middle name is The. <laughs> oh, when I have children, I want to name it. Have it the middle name be The. That'd be amazing. We got caramel bugles today. Oh, they're good. I've heard good things. I've yet to try them. Pretty good. Oh, my. Yeah, they're very different. Those are tasty because they're also salty. Mm -hmm. Sweet and mm. salty caramel bugles. I'm not a fan of the regular bugle. Mm-hmm. Too corny. Yeah. These are good. I can nom on these. Yeah. It's kind of an odd thing to have. Have like a, a B-list celebrity autograph collection. Like get all of the sixth rank golf players <laughs> to sign stuff. That's, that's the kind of thing I like to collect. I like to collect things that not everyone would think to collect or... People, I could have people come over and they'd look at that and go, wow, that's interesting and, and fun. You're kind of unique. Yeah, just get like, go to go to sporting events, wait to see who finishes like seventh every time and just get the seventh ranked person of every sporting <laughs> event you've ever been to. Yeah. Um, or it'd be cool to like obtain all of the ex-Power Rangers autographs. <laughs> you know? That would be awesome. Like I think the original you, series... I think one of the original ones is still in one of the current Power Rangers series. No way. Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Does he play like a high school like football coach or something? No, now he's like a mentor. Their, he's yeah, he's like their leader it's almost. Like Zordon? Yeah, he's like their new Zordon basically. Which is really pathetic. Was it Tommy or Jason? It's gotta be one of them. I think it was Unless it was Billy. I wanna say it was Tommy. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I was never really into Power Rangers. I just remember like looking at it going, Wait, that's one of the original Power Rangers. What the heck? <laughs> Why is he still in this series, like 20 series? Why later? were you watching it? <laughs> I was still big past. Okay. And his power is on. Yeah, this is still on. Oh my gosh, is that? Oh, it is. They all have beards. Yep. <laughs> Tommy has a tattoo on his face. <laughs> he really changed. He's got a tattoo of Mike Tyson. On his face. On his face. Not tat. Mike Tyson's tattoo. A tattoo of Mike Tyson. Right, but it's post-tattoo Mike Tyson that's uh -huh. tattooed on his face. So technically, he does have a tattoo of Mike Tyson's tattoo, but it's on a picture of Mike Tyson. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, you got it. That's weird. That's a really bizarre tattoo to get. And then... These are good. After I get Adam Baldwin's autograph, I want to hold it over my head, like Link in Zelda, mm. and it'll go... I've got my legs, you know, in a perfect triangle, and my yep. hand, my arms as high above my head as they'll go, yeah. just smiling, brandishing it. Looking it up, straight up. You have to be looking exactly up. Yep. Directly at it. I've been playing through um, the original Game Boy game, uh, Zelda um, Link's Awakening, and, and, at, and at one point you get... It was all a dream. Sorry. It was. Um... <laughs> At one point, you get some girl to follow you, one of the girls on the island, and like up to this point, you know, you've been like, I've got an acorn! Or like, you got an instrument! You got your sword! And when I got this chick to follow me, and it goes, you got Melinda! Or whatever, and you held her above your head, and he's looking straight up, and I'm like, is he looking up her dress? <laughs> I just love that he picks her up and holds yes. her in the air. Holds her. And she's just kind of like, yep, this is happening. <laughs> All right. And, like, she just sits there and, like, it pops up this dialogue that, you know, you have to hit the A button to go through. And I just stopped, like, he's he's just holding this chick up. <laughs> Why is he just holding her up? And, yeah, just looking straight up. Like, his arm's like, yeah! Someone had a good sense of humor. Yeah. No, the entire... The entire thing is like that because you go and you talk to like the little kids that are scattered throughout the island. Yeah, and they give you like little tips, and it always they always end whatever they're saying with "Don't ask me what that means. I'm just a kid." <laughs> like one of the here's things, a clue. Blah 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 blah. But uh, don't take my word for it. I'm just a child. What do I know? Yeah, and and sometimes it's like system things. Like, did you know that you can save the game by holding down all the buttons at once? Don't ask me what that means though. I'm just a kid. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's great. I love, I love the old games, how they would work oh, that in. amazing. Um, but I really think we need to start brandishing things over our head like oh, Zelda yeah. in real life. That's good. Like somebody gives you your your order at McDonald's and you go, -da -da -da. <laughs> and everyone in the restaurant's like, the heck? <laughs> That's it. Like you're just holding the tray above your head. Yeah. Like, and you, you do the sound, and you're just, you stay there for a few seconds, like someone's clicking through the, yeah. the, the text. Oh, uh, it would be even better and if you... Then you walk away, like, unfazed. Yep. It would be better if you had, like, somebody helping you, and they had, like, a little stereo, and as soon as you, they hit the play button, and it did that sound effect. Yes. And you had somebody else with cue cards that would pop it in front of you and said, like, you got your Happy Meal, and they, like, flipped it. And, and it says, it tells you how to use it. Yep. <laughs> to eat your Happy Meal, press, press A. a. Or find a table and then press A. That sounds like that sounds like a great um, skit we could do. Oh, not, not, I don't even want to call it a skit, but like uh, an actual. Um, I don't know what to call it. It's like an improv everywhere bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, Trigger Happy TV or mm -hmm. Jack the show Jackass. They would do these things without letting people know. Yeah, that sounds fun. It'd be really funny if we had somebody else come in with like A and B buttons and held it up to somebody. Like they, they made them push it. They made we made them push it like giant A and B buttons, and so they like they had to press it to continue, <laughs> and like you just stood there with it above your head until they pressed A, and then you just like you just walked away, and everyone that had the key cards and the buttons just ran out of the building as I'm, soon as they did. I'm pretty sure that's happening. Mm -hmm. We're doing that now. Was Zelda even in uh, Zelda: Link's Awakening? No, I didn't not. think so. She is not in the game at all. <laughs> Well, I don't. I never understood why the games were named after her. No. What always bothered me, though, when I was a kid, is when people thought that Link's name was Zelda. Yeah. 
Did we talk about this before? I think I, we did. I feel like oh, we have. It's possible. Like, that's not Zelda, that's Link. Yeah. Don't talk about things you don't know. Yeah. But I mean, when Zelda's not even in some of the games, it's like... She might be in like the final like little video thing. I don't know if she is. I, I can't remember. I don't remember though, because I haven't finished the game yet. Um, but yeah, like at least most of the game, she's not even in it. She may be in like a second of the final video. But other than that... Yeah, I don't know why it's even called Zelda. <laughs> I don't know Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. By the way, Zelda's not actually in this one. Yeah, yeah. And I think that Link's Awakening, I'm going to take a stab and say it was the third Zelda game. It might have been the fourth because the, there were at least two Nintendo games came out before it. Uh-huh. And then the Super Nintendo one, I think, probably came out after the Game Boy one, but I'm not for certain. I don't know. You can tell it's one of the, Yeah, because it, it does reference another game a little bit. Yeah. Um... But not too much, so it seems like it is fairly on in the in the series. Because, um, yeah, like, you get your ocarina, and you're like, I remember this, but <laughs> I don't remember how to play it. Like, I have to learn how to play it, too. To play it, push A. No, you have to go You have to go around and learn songs from people. Oh, uh, yeah. I Like an ocarina of time. Mm-hmm. I wish that learning an instrument was that easy. Yeah. Like, you can just push A, and then you can... <laughs> but depending on how cool you are, that's how yeah. good it sounds. Just walk up to somebody... And then you just talk to them for a little bit, and then they sing a little song, and you know that song suddenly. I wish that your skill at any given musical instrument was how good you looked holding that instrument. That would be awesome. Like, wow, he looks amazing sitting at those drums. Mm -hmm. And then he just sounds amazing because he looks amazing, and that's what determines how it comes out. Then you got, like... Maybe that's why bagpipes almost never sound good because you can't look. Oh, no. You can't look good holding bagpipes. They're just like sticks sticking out everywhere, and there's a sack that you have to squeeze with your arm while going <laughs> with your face. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I I like bagpipes. I think they're cool, but yeah, mm-hmm. they always look kind of awkward. Yeah, uh, it's not the most natural instrument oh, to no. make. Maybe that's why people playing ukulele tend to look kind of cute, because it's a cute instrument. It's a cute, tiny little instrument. Ding, 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 ding. And then, like, bass, you just look super laid back, because you're, like, spreading your arms way out. Right, and I am laid back, and, yeah. and I play bass, and so uh, I should be much better than I am mm-hmm. for how I look with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, trumpet people maybe tend to look kind of loud and abrasive? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they look trumpety. They look trumpety. Uh, you ever seen a trumpet player who's like been a trumpet player his whole life? Oh, big loose hangy cheeks. They can like puff their cheeks out huge, and you're like, ah, that shouldn't be. Uh, you shouldn't be able to do that. It's like their cheeks start detaching from the places they're supposed to connect. Yeah, and so they can puff them out like abnormally large, big size, and beat everyone at Fluffy Bunny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I should have Tim try play Fluffy Bunny. I bet he'd be awesome at it. He probably would. You know, I've had. Uh, competitions against people seeing how many like cheese balls mm-hmm. can fit in your mouth yeah you were there yep. i think you did it too it was a few years ago yeah i, w- I came in second did you mm-hmm. i i i remember i was in first and then a couple people tried a couple times and then beat me and i didn't try to beat them because yeah. I, that was my max uh i think did katie win or was it no jeremy won it was jeremy we have a friend named jeremy and he won yeah because basically you have to like you naturally don't want to push it past a certain point in your throat. Right. So you have to you like want to choke on it. suppress the gag reflex while doing this. It's terrible. It's not safe. Not at all. safe. Don't do it. Mm. Gosh, 
are really good. They are really tasty. They're, let me see. They are not great for you, but they're not bad either. They're about an average snack. Two thirds of a cup. Okay. There's apparently five servings in there. Yeah. Yeah, those are like they're like I keep wanting to eat them because they're addicting. Um, yeah, they kind of do that. I wish I had more water though. I need to kind of rinse away some of the saltiness. Yeah, a little bit. Otherwise, I'm just gonna reach in there and grab another one to get the caramel. But then the salt's gonna come back, and I'm gonna. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it's it's a it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> But no, I think we should start branching things above our heads. Mm -hmm. Like just everything. 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 And when we're together, the other person has to make the sound. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you just like, you get your caramel bugle and you hold it above your head. Ba -da -da -da. And it'll be awesome. And everyone in the restaurant's like, the heck? It'd be funny too if you had to do it with every single thing that you pull out of your meal. I think I think it's just things that are given to you that would work. Because he always brandishes it above his head when it's given to him, right? No, not always. Because I found. Oh, sometimes like he opens treasure chests and yeah, you find stuff. Yeah. So I guess if you're ever if you're ever taking anything out of a box, yeah, or if anything's ever given to you, how about yeah, that? That would work. Okay. And that would work with Happy Meals. Happy Meals comes in boxes. So, so you open it up. And you go, burger. So after Rachel has a baby and the doctor hands it to me, I'm gonna go. <laughs> That would be pretty awesome. Brandish a baby above my head. <laughs> and the doctor's like, you're not allowed to be a father. <laughs> Takes the baby from you and kicks you out. <laughs> the doctor hands you the scissors to cut the umbilical cord. He's like, are you high? By the way, I said umbilical cold. Did you? Um, Didn't even notice. I suppose I would cut that if I could. I don't know. <laughs> umbilical cord. That's a weird word, umbilical. So this planet's kind of cold, isn't it? Hmm? Yeah, it's it's kind of cold down here. And also, I keep, I'm having trouble keeping the the microphone attached to the planet because it's kind of a small planet. Yeah, I'm floating as we speak. It's fun though. It is. Um, yeah, I like it here. Yeah. Uh, I hope we the don't lengths we go to. Yeah, I hope we don't get that bone loss thing that you get when you uh when you go back to Earth. Oh, dude, we're gonna lose. Two inches. We're gonna get so short. That's gonna suck. Tell you what, we'll keep going to space and coming back until we're midgets. <laughs> and then we can uh, be in movies because we're midgets. Yeah. They always need all those people for little people for movies. Every single movie could be improved. We're just gonna get beat out by Warwick Davis and Peter Dinklage every time. Oh gosh, he's such a good actor. Peter Dinklage? Yeah. At least there isn't a midget named Warwick Dinklage. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, whenever I hear Peter Dinklage's name, I'm like, yeah, he's awesome. That's such an unfortunate last name. It is, yeah. I, I actually tweeted something to that effect when we were watching the Golden Globes and he won for Best Actor for <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. <laughs> it was like, oh, why does his name have to be Dinklage? Yeah. Uh, speaking of unfortunate last names, we were uh, in... At our job, we were doing things. We were walking around looking at offices. And uh, we look over, and we're, you know, reading the nameplates on the cubicles. And one of them was Lisa Horley. Lisa Horley. I'm like, oh, oh, that's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. that poor, that wouldn't be, 
it wouldn't be terrible if, if it was a guy, but... Oh, she probably married into that name, too. Her name was probably something really normal before that. I've seen a lot of really weird names in my time, because jobs, I've worked, I've had to deal with names a lot. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you, you'd come across the Hispanic person named Pepsi, and, like, <laughs> just weird, weird stuff. Yeah. One of them... Uh, because I had to format it on the paper as first name and last name, we had a guy and his name was like, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was Standing Horse or something like that <laughs> uh, or Running Horse or something. Yeah. And so Running was his first name and Horse was his last name. And so for the longest time, I couldn't figure out why it was. And they told me like, oh, yeah, they just have to format it that way. I was like, okay. Some parents didn't just name his child Running because their last name was Horse. Okay. Um, there was a guy whose name was Evan. J was his middle initial list and then so if you read it it was evangelist oh. like that was his real name oh. <laughs> like oh man yeah there was the other one we saw um it was like john lol it was l-o-l-l -L. yeah john lol john lol 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 lol, lol. like oh that man will be perpetually made fun of for the rest of his like because of a popular acronym at least he does have two l's yeah at least it's not just lol because that would be real. lol doesn't mean laugh out loud anymore no it just means like something is amusing yeah it means chuckled quietly to self <laughs> did not even and did not even make a sound at all but yeah. found something amusing yeah I've, I've stopped typing lol now whenever i i actually laugh i just type ha because people are like, <laughs> he laughed. <laughs> and if, if it's a laugh, I, I type ha, huh, but if it's just kind of <laughs> I type <laughs> So. This tastes like caramel corn that comes in the big popcorn bin around Christmas time. It does, you're right. That's what I was trying to place the taste. Except that you don't get the annoying popcorn kernels mm -hmm. in your teeth. You get the crunch, you get a little bit of salty, you get the caramel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. That's. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get those giant popcorn bins? Oh, yeah. Like, it had like the candy kind, mm -hmm. the the caramel kind, and the buttered kind or the yeah. salted kind. Yeah. And sometimes you also got the uh, cheddar kind cheese popcorn. Yeah. For a while, like every Christmas, my dad got one of those from his work. I always suck because like you'd eat all of one, and then like you get to the bottom and the other popcorn had like bled through the bottom. <laughs> yeah. So like the bottom layer of popcorn was just this kind Surprise! of hodgepodge of the other kinds that you don't like. That's what they should call them. Uh, hodgepodges. Hodgepodges? Hodgepodge popcorn. Hodgepodge popcorn. The best popcorn in America. Come on, it get your hodgepodge popcorn. There probably is a hodgepodge popcorn place somewhere. There should be. That sounds good. That sounds, yeah. It's a good name. It's better than Smuckers. Oh, yeah. Oof, yeah. That's a bad name. And their slogan is terrible. With a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. With a name that sounds like something horrible, it must be good. With a name that sounds like a sneeze... It must be good. Whenever I hear schmuckers, I think, that sounds like if it were something, Schmuckers. it would make the sound. Let <laughs> <laughs> the name like schmuckers. <laughs> That's what I think every time I hear that. <laughs> I always think uh, it should always be said like this. Smuckers. Like that's I don't know, it's just got one of those names that yeah. you can't take it seriously at all. No, you can't. Smuckers, make huge Kim here. Smuckers. Yeah, it does sound like a name of a uh, animal. Yeah. Like the cat. I was thinking more like some annoying little kid, like it was his terrible nickname. Oh. Like his name was Johnny, but one day he like fell into a pile of mud and it made the 
sound as it pulled him in. And they're like, hey, your name is Smuckers now. Smuckers and his like, best friend, Wedgie. <laughs> Smuckers, get over here. Why? What's up? Wedgie! <laughs> <laughs> the worst cartoon ever. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> I would still watch it, though. That does not sound like a cartoon that I would watch. I would. You'd watch that cartoon? I'd watch that cartoon. Little kid named Smuckers getting wedgies all the time. <laughs> like every cartoon just ends up being an excuse for him to get a wedgie. <laughs> every single cartoon. It's this incredibly elaborate two-hour plot. Two-hour cartoons? Two-hour plot. It's like the movie. You know, oh, the movie versions. Of, Got it. That it's like this huge plot, and they go on like chain, train rides, and there's a car chase, jumping out of airplanes, and then like he's he's paragliding down out of the airplane, and then suddenly the, he gets stuck in a tree, and the only way that he can get down is for his friend to go over and give him a wedgie. And that's the end of the movie. He's like, I can't get down. Well, I better do this. Our and plan has worked. And they're like, that was your plan? You you kidnapped the ambassador so that you give me a wedgie? That's t Why? You could have just walked up and given me a wedgie. Because kids like it. Wah, wah. And parents will buy it. Yep. Today at Walmart, this uh, older gentleman came up to uh, Rachel and I, and he was holding a DVD of the Lorax, <laughs> and it was, you know, the Dr. Seuss, the animated yep. one that kind of followed the book, right? And he's holding it up, and he goes, so I have a question. Maybe you guys know. You seem young and, you know, hip and with it. He didn't say that exactly, but something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was like, so the Lorax it just came out. That's, this is what that is, right? And I go... No, actually, that's the, the 2D version, the one that just came out as CG, and it's still in theaters, and you can't actually buy that yet. They're trying to capitalize on that, and uh, they just put out this again. Mm -hmm. um, this is actually from, like, the 80s or whenever it came out. Yeah. And uh, he kind of looks at it and goes, Oh, see, well, I don't know, so... And I'm like, yeah, yeah, so basically that's not it. And mm -hmm. he's like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't know anything. Thanks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Old dude just blatantly admitting, I don't actually know anything about anything. But it's funny because you know that the only reason those things get sold is because it's the grandparents who mm -hmm. think that they're doing something good and getting the new thing. Yeah. And they're all and, 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 and the companies know that too. Yeah. They're not like, oh, people are gonna want to gear up and get ready for this new movie. They're like, people are gonna mistake this for the new thing. So yeah. we should just re-release it and we'll make some money. When I worked retail, I would often like, a new version of whatever just came out, and there'll be some little grandparent walking in. They normally had, like, their cane, you know, in their cart, and they'd walk by and go, oh, I should... They've been talking about this all week. And I would just, like, stop them, like, halfway. They're just taking off the shelf. I'm like, no, that's not the one they're talking about. <laughs> like, what? This is an old one. The one they're talking about is a remake. Still in theaters. Don't buy this one. It's wrong. <laughs> You're a terrible salesperson. I was terrible. <laughs> And then, I told, and then I sold them a TV. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, you're great. No, they because then they're like, oh, I trust you now. Buy this television. It will change your life. Do you remember what movie okay. it was? Um, I'm curious. It happened a couple of times. Um, once, she, it, almost every time it was kids' movies. Yeah, well, no, yeah, it's going to be. I think one of them, it was like a Pokemon movie. Oh, okay. Like the new Pokemon movie came out. Um, and then, I don't remember what the other one was. Jordan doesn't know what his favorite color is. It's blue. Yes, I do. Um, oh, apparently now he knows what it is. Since he's on the spot, he knows. I asked him the other day. I was like, Jordan, I bet... Do you have a favorite color? No, I don't know. 
No, I was just giving you crap. No, I do want one compared to Claris. I do really like blue. But you do really like blue. Mm -hmm. And that came into your head and you thought about it and you thought, wow, I like blue. So I'm saying that's your favorite color. Mm -hmm. Jordan, what's your favorite band? Uh, see, that's really hard because there's so many genres. Yeah, but you should have, as a man, you need to have one band. It's like, people can identify me with this band. Uh, I'm going to go with Enciferum then. Because <laughs> I never get tired of Enciferum. That's a good Ever. Band. Good, great Norse... Uh, Celtic uh, uh, victory metal. Yeah. I don't know what else to call it. It's like Vikings and. I always I always call it Norse death metal. It was not death metal. Like some songs are kind of deathy, I guess. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it's always very, like it's just songs about defeating your enemies <laughs> and celebrating and yeah. There's songs about like journeying on marching a horse. into magical woods and like defeating the beast within there and then coming back victorious and drinking. Yeah, like they're all amazing. Yeah, even the slow ones. Like where it's just they're like epic. this happy little song, and you're still just like they're. If you listen to what they're so saying, they're journeying right. They're now. they're journeying across a mountain right now, and so there's not really anything super epic, but they're still going across a mountain, and then they're gonna slay a dragon or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's bound to happen. Yeah. So, bing, 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 so if bing, I had to choose bing, one, bing, it would be that. A little uncertain for you. Yeah. Then the heavy metal cooks in and goes. I always, I always for some reason think that one of their song songs starts out with do 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 do, but none of them do. None of them do. Just like epic drums, and I always think like, yeah, there's that one song that starts like that. No, no, there's actually not. That's that's not a thing. What what are some some of the song titles we've got? Oh gosh! Into the battle. Into the battle. Uh, the wanderer. Mm -hmm. One more magic potion. <laughs> yep. Well, Deathbringer of the sky. Yeah. I mean, they're all just, like even the song titles. Victory are, songs. That's is, a, that's their album. Yeah. Is the name of the album. That, that, that's my also, favorite album. There's also a song called Victory Song. Yeah. Uh, on that album. Um, yeah, they're they're all just amazing, and they make you want to go and like punch a goat or something. Punch a goat. But an evil goat. Yes, an evil goat, like an evil possessed yeah. goat. They're not like they're not they're, they're not they're not they don't sing or 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 worship evil or anything. No, they're out to vanquish evil and yeah. their foes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Anyone... I just want to make that clear. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I I I heard about them from. Uh, I noticed that one of my cousins had a lot of the similar tastes as me, and then I looked his music and I didn't recognize most of it. I recognized a couple people and like who, Enciferum? What is that? Because either like. Five, I think he had like five bands on his Facebook profile, whereas I have like 50. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, he knows exactly what he likes. And so I looked it up and I'm like, oh my goodness. Yep. I need to share this with everyone. Mm -hmm. And then I heard about it from you. My favorite band is the Smashing Pumpkins. They're good. I don't know if I've mentioned that on this po on this podcast. Not that it's important either, but I know what I like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just... I love Enciferum that almost every song, like, at the end of it, it's just like, and then we went and drank. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Like, they all it's kind always of... always kind of implied. It's implied that afterwards they were going to go get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the pub. Yep. And drink over pelts. Yeah. There was, I think there was a, they have a song called, like, The Magic Tavern or something. And it's just, like, <laughs> just singing about them drinking in this magic tavern. <laughs> in true Viking fashion. Yep. And they've, they've got some songs that are actually, like, in Norwegian or something. There's a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And then I've... Uh, Good stuff. I've, I've plugged that into uh, Pandora to see, you know, what else it brought up. Yeah. And most of it's just, like, metal. But there I found a couple bands that were mm -hmm. similar. There's, what, Hailstorm? Is that a... Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're similar. Um, on the ale storm. Is it ale storm or hail storm? I think it's hail storm. I don't know. I never, I didn't like theirs as much. It was a little bit more towards the metal side and not mm -hmm. the ridiculous or Viking side. Yeah. Um, and then there was a Corpa Kalani. I think, I'm, I think I'm saying that right. I've never actually heard it pronounced. Right. Um, which they're very similar. Um, and I believe I looked it up and they're like, they straight up say like, yeah, we're trying to be in Sifram. It's like, we heard them. They were awesome. We wanted to do that. <laughs> I feel the same way about this band I just saw the other day called Cuckoo Kangaroo. Yeah, you're telling me about that. I know I did. I went on about it for quite a while. <laughs> this band that, they, basically the best way to describe them is they are a fake kids band. <laughs> That's how they describe themselves on the website because I went and looked. But you could easily see them playing at a kid's birthday party or at a bar mm -hmm. for a bunch of, you know, adults. Because it's just, it translates because they're so energetic and into it that you can take it all as this one big joke that's just hilarious. Or you can take it for what it is at face value. Mm -hmm. And their songs are about being dinosaurs, uh, being robots, wearing friendship bracelets. <laughs> uh, they got songs about pirates and ninjas and... Uh, Believing in unicorns and rainbows and counting and, you know, just... Yeah. And I, as I was watching, it was just these two guys and they just sing and they got this electronic music in the background and they have tons of audience participation, but mm -hmm. it never... They never stop the music for very long at all. That's the great thing is that they do it while the songs are going. Um, I couldn't figure out why I wasn't on stage with them. Yeah. <laughs> like doing that because it just looked so much fun. Yeah. I always hear people like, oh, audience participation sucks. I'm like, okay, when it's individual audience members, it's lame. When, like, you single out a person and make them feel awkward, it's really lame. But when you're having the entire audience participate with you in the song, it's always awesome. Yeah. I have never been to a concert where they did entire audience participation. Yeah. Where it wasn't just one of the most fun times I've ever had. Yeah, very cool. They did this thing where they were making everybody... Uh, super high five in slow motion and then this they made everyone slow-mo run and it was just the funniest thing because the electronic music is breaking down in the background everybody in the place is just pretending to run in super super slow motion not just like a slow-mo run but like so excruciatingly slow mm -hmm. fantastic it was fantastic and then at the end they brought out a parachute and played parachute <laughs> from elementary school oh my gosh the giant multicolored parachute that you'd like throw the ball on top of and yeah. throw it up well they did they like whooshed it up and everyone went underneath and sat on it you know to make it dome yeah. it was just so cool that's awesome so anyway they had some good ideas the music is not really that great you can get it for free on their website you could one of those pay what you want including nothing yeah things so mm. Yeah, I really enjoy audience participation, like full audience participation bands like that. Like um, John Rubin, his concerts are so entertaining. His concerts are really fun. Mm -hmm. He almost he almost always does the exact same set, but they're just so much fun. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of it's 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 kind of a <clears throat> I don't want to say mastery of an art, but it's so it's it's like everything's written exactly how it's going to play out and so yeah. it doesn't really deviate from that but it's effective i've heard people say he has the best trained audience in the world because <laughs> his fans have all been to his concerts oh yeah and so they know what to do uh -huh. and so like he got to one point like last john rubin concert i went to normally he like stops and explains okay for this next song you guys are gonna have to do this when i do this he didn't even do that he just started doing it and the audience just like 
knew went it with it. it. They yeah. just all went with it. And the people that didn't just followed what everyone else was doing. Jay Rubes. Yep. It was really entertaining. He's funny. Yeah. I like the time when he came out dressed up like a robot. That was funny. He just like covered himself in like aluminum foil uh-huh. and like pipes and stuff. Uh-huh. And then he like ripped it off throughout the course of a song. And then so there's like aluminum foil just laying all over the stage. And then he just said like, okay, for this next part of the concert, I will now make sculptures. You give me something to sculpt. <laughs> and he's like, a tree. And he just reached down and he grabbed a piece of foil and he crumpled it into kind of a tree shape. He goes, a tree. And he hands it to the guy. Yeah. Something else. And somebody goes, a person. He goes, a person. And he hands it to <laughs> And somebody goes, a cloud. He goes, a cloud? <laughs> just, okay. And he just like mashes it into a ball and then makes it slightly lopsided. He goes, there you go, cloud. He threw that to him. <laughs> it was Mold crazy. it into aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Show me what fear looks like. <laughs> uh, he probably would have tried that too. Yellow. <laughs> he probably would have been like, fear, um... I think he would have like made a clown or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Clowns are creepy. Clowns are scary. Even if you are a clown. Like, not even necessarily scary. Just a little creepy. I always think it's funny when you see a clown driving a car. Like oh, a God. normal, like they're just going to work. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Is there a clown in that car? There is a clown in that car. <laughs> at one point I saw a clown driving a car and somebody who wasn't dressed up at all in the passenger seat. <laughs> so. Is that person uh, being held hostage? <laughs> Something. To, just like, I'm like, there's a clown in that car and somebody who is not a clown sitting next to them. What's going on? Was the driver asleep at the wheel on a, on a green arrow? No. Gosh, that was weird. So we were driving to work the other day. Or we were driving to lunch. Have we told the story on the podcast? I don't think we have. No, I don't think we have. Anyway, driving to work. or driving to lunch. And it's one of those things where there's two left-hand turn lanes. And we go into the one, and the light turns green. And the lane beside us goes, and nobody in front of us is moving. And so we're like, okay, clearly there's a problem. So, you know, we, we merge over and we drive up. And we are we end up being just barely behind the problem car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, hey, he doesn't have his hazards on. Why is his head against his headrest like that? I think that guy's dead. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, no. He's probably just texting and he's like looking down at his phone, which is near his pocket and he got distracted. But he is not moving. Not moving at all. And we're like, what the heck? And then suddenly he just... His hands are on the wheel or anything. Yeah, like he, hands at his sides, head just kind of leaning against the headrest off to the side. And then like he just like starts up, grabs the wheel, starts to go forward. And then realizes it's a red light and stops. Stops. And then just acts like nothing wrong happened. We're like, that... He was just asleep. He was just asleep in this turn light. That dude was just asleep, and his foot easily could have come off a brake. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, one of those, like, oh, crap, I fell asleep, like, and then, like, try to, like, you know, wake himself up. It happens to him all the yeah, he time. He was like, oh, okay, oh, I should stop, okay. It wasn't like this, oh, gotta, gotta wake myself up, and, you know, like, slapping your face and rubbing your eyes it and stuff. It was clearly an insomniac. I don't know what else it could have been, but. Something. That was, that was a weird thing. That was a weird day. And then we came across uh, the parking lot uh, at this mall food court, which um, there was a cop pulled up right next to this, uh, like, uh, Jeep Liberty or something. Yeah. And their doors were open and almost touching, and, and the cop was talking to these people and, like, helping them get a tennis ball 
Or what? There was a tennis ball involved. Yeah, he was talking to him, and then somehow a tennis ball flew out of the car, and like the other officer like ran to grab it for them. Yeah. It was just really bizarre. We could not, and the lights were on too, the police yeah. car weren't they, or something. Yeah. And so we just could not figure out what was going on that day. I think it's that area. Yeah. That, you know, a few block radius there, just weird stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't we see something else weird later the other day? That guy jamming through his music walking down the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just walking down the street with headphones on. Pointing just... at the sky, turned around backwards and just started pointing at yeah, just thing. Yeah, yeah. Just and then like, bobbing he was, his head. Yeah, doing a little bebop walk. Oh, gosh. That, that was, was a great a... walk, by the oh, way. Was... I wish we would got that on video that you were just doing. <laughs> uh, it's still not as good as... But, <laughs> no, it's not. But anyway. Uh, okay, I think we're done. Are we? No. I think we're done. No, we're not. We're done. Nope. Yep. Nope. Yep. Yep.